of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. It's time. I'm going to just start off today's show with some huge news, something that we have talked about at the end of every show, or most shows at least, Um, something I have been wanting for a long time and have been worried as we get closer to the regular season wasn't going to happen, but uh, that is Jesse Bates of the Cincinnati Bengals will be returning to the Cincinnati Bengals. It has been announced that he will be signing his franchise tag and playing at least one more season with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, that's according to Ian Rappaport. Huge news, uh, especially with Derwin James being paid. It was kind of starting to look like maybe Jesse was going to keep holding out. Um, no other team could have signed him, but maybe he was just trying to prove a point. But Nope, he's going to come out onto the field. He's going to prove his point, and hopefully the Bengals make another run. And hopefully uh, we are able to work some cap space magic like the L.A. Rams and some of these other teams have and keep Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and Bates, all these guys. But, yep, Jesse Bates will be returning to the Cincinnati Bengals facility and is going to sign the franchise tag so that's some big news uh while we are talking about players that will be returning for at least one more year we've got also aaron donald who is planning to play through at least the 2023 season i believe he said before that he was going to play until sean mcavey sean mcvey retired but uh that I mean, Sean McVay is pretty young. He said that he's probably not going to be coaching as long as guys like Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll just because of family matters and family life and such. But he's already had a lot of success as a young coach. Um, But according to Peter King, Aaron Donald will be playing through the 2023 season. Uh, Peter King is a writer for NBC Sports and uh, is on Football Night in America. So... He does have some connections. That's a rumor right now, but granted, Peter King's saying it, there might, there probably is some truth to it. Anyway, moving on to, and we'll cover some other news things at the end of the show, but I want to specifically talk about a few of these smaller things first. Or not smaller things, but things that we've talked about in the past. And that is the rookies that we talked about looking at and they played all throughout this weekend um two of them were playing monday night and 
Stan the Jet fan was at the game, but he sent me some notes, and I'm going to wait until I get the audio from, he said he got one interview from a fan, so we're going to have that, and I'm going to wait till I get that audio so that I can play that while we're talking about his notes. So we're probably going to do that either Thursday or Friday. I'm, I'm super busy right now with orientation stuff and doing, like, on a super tight schedule. I only have, like, an hour of free time every day, which is super fun. But anyway, so if Stan the Jet fan, if you're out there listening to this show and you're like, I did send Josh the notes, he's just not talking about these guys. Nope, that's not what's happening. Nope, I have the notes. I've read the notes. They're good notes. But... I want to talk about everything together. So we'll talk about Desmond Ritter and Sauce Gardner and the Falcons and the Jets um, Thursday or Friday when we've got all everything compiled together and it's more professional. But right now we're going to talk about the other three rookies that I talked about in the last episode. And that is starting with Zamir White. Uh, Zamir White led the charge with an early touchdown He had four carries and six yards, which doesn't really seem like much, but it's preseason football, so uh, consider that he wasn't playing the entire game. Uh, He also led the running backs. Uh, Josh Jacobs didn't actually play, so I don't know if they're trying to keep him healthy from injury because he did play in the first few games, I believe. I know that he played in the Hall of Fame game, but uh, Kenyon Drake was cut. So maybe Josh McDaniels is seeing something that uh, he likes in Zamir White. Uh, Zamir White did have a goal line touchdown, uh, probably from about the two-yard line, and he just kind of powered through and bowled over the uh, Miami Dolphins defenders who were making the quarterbacks for the Las Vegas Raiders' lives horrible, mind you. Uh, A lot of those backup quarterbacks spent time on the ground due to the Miami Dolphins defenders' uh, pass rush. But Zamir White looked good. He looked like he still had heart. He still wanted to play. He looked like he was going strong. And Josh McDaniels liked what he saw, apparently, enough to cut Kenyon Drake and move the rookie up another spot. So Josh Jacobs is presumably still on a short leash. Um, as the starter, I want to see more from Zamir White. I want to see him more getting more than four carries. I want to see him getting more than six yards. I want to see what his stamina is like. I want to see how he is as a player in the long term as the game goes on. Because four carries just isn't, isn't enough for me. I get it's preseason. You want to keep the guys healthy. But I want to see more from him. I'm sure Josh McDaniels is seeing what he wants to in practice, though, if he was willing to cut Kenyon Drake over it. Okay, moving on to another rookie. That is Cordell Volson, uh, left guard for, or just guard. I think they're fighting for the left guard position, though. Uh, Cordell Volson for the Cincinnati Bengals. He looked great. He had another very strong showing. He got some first team reps. Uh, I think he might have played the entire game. I'm not sure. He definitely played an entire half with the first team. Uh, If I'm Jackson Carmen, though, I'm a little worried. If I'm sitting at home with COVID watching Cordell Volson play, I'm like, um, this guy's going to take my starting spot. So hopefully what happens here 
is, and I'm not really rooting for one over the other. I'm rooting for whoever is better because I want Joe Burrow to be protected. But hopefully this makes them both better. Hopefully one of them doesn't get mad. I don't think Volson would get mad, and Carmen's only been in the league for a year, so he doesn't really have a right to get mad in my opinion. But hopefully they push each other to get better, and we just have a strong, competitive offensive line that isn't allowing nine sacks in a playoff game like they did last season. Um, This is a completely revamped offensive line, which is great, but I hope we get to see Cordell Volson get more first-team snaps. That's kind of the same thing with Zamir White. I want to see both of them play more. I want to see more uh, action against these big, strong guys, see how uh, Cordell Volson does against Guys like T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, you know, those guys that are just bulldozing over offensive lines all year. But he had another strong showing. It shows promise. Hopefully he um, is able to win the starting position and really help protect Joe Burrow. And they can make another Super Bowl run and actually win this time. Because that that was, like we talked about last episode, Really, the only and you can go back and watch go back and watch the tape. The only thing keeping the Bengals from winning the Super Bowl last season was the offensive line because Jamar Chase was wide open downfield. Jalen Ramsey had fallen on the ground, and if Burrow had probably a second more, he would have been able to get the ball off, and Jamar Chase would have had a touchdown. And the Bengals are going home as Super Bowl champions. But that's not what happened. Matthew Stafford and the Rams ended up going home with it because of that sack and the weak offensive line. Okay, here's the main guy that we're going to talk about today. And that is Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett. Um, it, it kind of pains me that he's one of my favorite players to watch right now because he is a Steeler. But he's just so good. He, he's fun to watch. He's, he plays smart football. He knows what he's doing. He looks like a veteran out there. He wasn't put in as the starter this week, but he was with the second team. And so he did move up past Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph played, the uh, I think, the whole second half. And then Mitch and Kenny both got a quarter in the first, I believe, was how it worked out. So... Uh, Kenny Pickett had his one quarter, and he just looked phenomenal. He moved the ball well. He moved the ball quick. He moved the ball smart. Um, He was playing well, considering he didn't have guys like Chase Claypool out there like Mitch did. And Mitch honestly looked worse. He spent a lot of time on the ground. He wasn't mobile. He had a few good passes to Chase Claypool. and But... I I don't see him being the starter for long if he's even the starter week one. Kenny Pickett is just the fan fan favorite. He's the guy people want to see. I think he's the better player right now. Um, They obviously brought Mitch in to be that starter, but I I don't – if I'm Coach Tomlin and I'm looking at the tapes, I'm like, yeah, he's here, but we want to win games. And maybe – you can justify bringing in Mitch with that, uh, veter- having that veteran presence and at least being able to help 
Kenny Pickett get ready for games because I think he's the better quarterback. He's the guy if if week one the Bengals play Steelers on September 11th and Kenny Pickett is the starter, I'm a bit more hesitant to be um, betting on the Bengals. I think the Bengals would still win, but it's still like, it's like, okay, now we've got to actually look at something because we don't know what this guy can be yet. Whereas with Mitch, it's like, okay, he hasn't really shown promise in the preseason games yet. And he also have we has a history of not being that great so i'm i think kenny pickett is the more dangerous quarterback for the pittsburgh steelers to put out there if other teams are looking at film there's not film on him other than college and preseason and there is for mitch we know what to expect from mitch we don't know what to expect from kenny pickett and that's a two-edged sword but I think it's a good thing for the Steelers. He had a phenomenal two-minute drill touchdown that I believe went to Benny Snell Jr. And Snell just kind of like leapt across the goal line. Uh, they kind of questioned whether it was a touchdown or not. It did end up being ruled a touchdown. But I think Kenny Pickett is going to be the guy that Steelers fans are rooting for for the next 10 years. Um, whether or not he starts this season, though, is still to be seen. But I know he'll be the starter in the future. They didn't just use a first-rounder on him just to have a practice squad quarterback. That'd be stupid. Okay, so um, like I said before, we're going to talk about Desmond Ritter and Sauce Gardner um, either Thursday or Friday. And hopefully Stan the Jet fans sends in the uh, interview that he got. Not with Desmond Ritter or Sauce Gardner. That'd be awesome, though. So if anyone does have connections with Desmond Ritter or Sauce Gardner, please email me. Uh, let's go through some news about some things that uh, happened in the world of football. So Roquan Smith, who we talked about, who he was kind of holding out, saying he wasn't going to play. Well, he's playing. Uh Bears linebacker Roquan Smith is now playing his contract through 2022 after previously requesting a trade per Ian Rappaport. So that, I think that was three days ago, but I'm pretty sure there was a collective sigh of relief from Chicago when Ian Rappaport said that because Roquan Smith is a guy that the Bears need especially during this offensive rebuild. Their defense has been one of the more promising things, and Roquan Smith has been the, a huge part of that. Roquan Smith has been a scary thing for the Bears to have, against, especially against guys like the Packers, because, I mean, Bears fans love seeing Aaron Rodgers on the ground. So you get more of that from Roquan Smith for at least one more year. Uh, Jordan Schultz did comment on this post that he says, I wish the Bears would have paid Roquan Smith because he deserves it. But him playing out his contract this year always felt like the most likely scenario. Um, that doesn't really add anything, Jordan, but yes. <laughs> I think all of Chicago wishes that they would have been able to pay Roquan Smith. But that's that's the way it goes. Um Another big story is, of course, who are the Cleveland Browns 
playing week one. They are playing the Carolina Panthers. And who are the Carolina Panthers starting week one? Now, it was kind of, everyone kind of presumed it was going to be Baker. Because, you know, they traded for him. Definitely going to start the guy you traded for. Well, it's been officially announced that Baker Mayfield will be the starter against the Cleveland Browns week one. So he's going to have a great chance at a revenge game. Uh, He'll have Christian McCaffrey out there. Uh, Hopefully, oh my gosh, I hope they do not use Christian McCaffrey too much because the dude, he, he, everyone makes fun of him for being injured, but he has carried that team on his back for years since 2017. So hopefully, uh, Christian McCaffrey and Baker Mayfield can get something done against the Cleveland Browns and they can get some revenge on uh, the Browns for, you know, kind of ruining something great that the Browns had. They had their first playoff game with this quarterback in years and they got their first playoff win with this quarterback. And then they just decided to get rid of him and throw themselves into a huge pot of PR stew. And it's caused problems since. And now their quarterback can't play for 11 games. So take that, Cleveland. But anyway, Kayvon Thibodeau, he was injured. I am sorry, buddy, because it was against the Bengals. I believe it was Thaddeus Moss, uh, tackle I don't even know what he really did he uh I think he was trying to block him but it kind of became more of like a weird like dive towards his knee I I don't know that Thaddeus Moss meant to do that if he did he shouldn't be on the team that I mean because a that's not good blocking and b that's just that's just horrible um yeah so I'm sorry Kayvon Thibodeau he was a first rounder. A lot of people thought he was gonna be gonna be the number one overall pick. He wasn't, but uh, Giants rookie Kayvon Thibodeau is expected to miss three to four weeks with an MCL injury due to that. Uh, he did go into the tent. He did. Go, oh, yawning. He did go into the tent and then he came out and he was laughing. So everyone was like, "Oh, he's probably okay." But he's probably just laughing because it wasn't torn, which is great. It's good that his MCL wasn't torn. Does have an MCL injury. Was going to miss three to four weeks. But hopefully he doesn't miss much longer than that. Um, we don't want anyone to get hurt, especially the rookies, because they played their football their entire life just to get to this point. And so it kind of sucks when your very first year in the NFL you get hurt and you're not able to kind of – live out that dream as a as you've been waiting all your life to do and now you have to wait even longer but hopefully Thibodeau comes back and he's still strong as strong as ever gives a great showing for the New York Giants fans I'm sure that they're still looking for him and hopefully he's good to go and so that is going to be all we've got for today's episode Uh, I appreciate everyone for listening. If you would like to email us, it is bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. I'm working on creating a podcast schedule for myself so that these episodes 
aren't done when I'm super tired with only like an hour of free time because yeah that's not great for you guys it's not great for me and so let's keep uh working on this together let's keep building this i appreciate everyone who's helped out so far you know who you are and email us bullmoosepodcast the number two at gmail.com and follow us on instagram at no butts underscore show appreciate everyone for listening and i hope everyone has a great week